0: I know you're so excited to talk about fabian cortez you can't wait to get to it
1: i can't believe he's <laughs> back number one and he's already back being like who's gonna give me a blowjob today <laughs> like that is this guy this why guy. is he back
0: I, I had to like rack my brain remember who he was i was just like god it's this fucking guy it's this Magneto's, guy is back. like I know. betrayer like whatever anyway i'm maddie
1: I'm Ryan, and now that we bitched about Fabian Cortez for like a full minute before we introduce <laughs> the show, this is The Mutant Ages, a show where we review every adaptation and piece of media of the X-Men ever, and we just kind of get further and further into that and keep on adding stuff, so this show might go on forever <laughs> it to might, it everyone's might happiness. It
0: might go on forever? Yeah, I to know. everyone's relief and, and joy. It's going to go on forever. Back when we were young. never gonna end no matter where ryan and i live no matter what the circumstances are in the world if we've both got a microphone and a laptop to watch something x-men right that show we're gonna this do show it. is gonna continue on and, yeah, on, and we, on and on and on and
1: on and on and on and we are gonna <laughs> bring you joy and happiness and something to smell about while also reminding everybody that Equality is really important worldwide So don't be dicks to each other Love each other and fight for your rights Because this is a show about the X-Men
2: That's
0: right Okay but that's not really what this episode's about though
1: No this episode's (laughs) not about anything Uh, I
2: feel like season
0: 5 has just Once we've hit actual season 5 Like with the animation change With everything different It's like really gone off the rails politics wise Like I don't really even know What this episode is trying to say
1: I, I was really I hate to tell you everybody but this episode is boring it's as fuck so anyway dead
0: folks yeah. it's uh it's another one you could uh, smoke up for but i'm not even sure i'd recommend it like not i wouldn't to just recommend skip that ahead, i wouldn't but... recommend
1: like getting a drink before this because it's just kind of like boring yeah. so anyway i'm going to do a Previously on the X Men, please. Yeah, Maddie, you remember Fabian <laughs> Cortez? I that do piece now because
0: I racked my brain when I saw him, and I was like, "Who's this guy?" Uh, well, we saw him back during the Asteroid M series of episodes. He was Magneto's right hand man back then, and his superpower is his mutant power is to either increase somebody else's mutant power or decrease it like that's he he can shoot purple beams at you and make you much more powerful than you were before or he can take it all away from you again and it's also a
1: very sexual experience most of the
0: time it is it is the purple beams are sort of vampire like I mean I think any situation where you're taking away powers or giving someone powers is kind of sexual like I don't know I feel like that's part of why Rogue is like such a sexualized character because it's like oh she's weakening people with a her power. A transfer or and, sucking
1: of energy or right, Sauron.
0: Yeah or Sauron. I mean it's like it's, it basically reminds you of a vampire and vampires are sexy for that reason too so I feel like it, it all kind of fits together. So Fabian was um, pumping up Magneto's powers and Magneto was using it for good largely but then Fabian turned on him and started manipulating him and tried to kill Magneto actually and then took over everything I, and it was like Magneto died uh, the X-Men killed Magneto, it definitely wasn't me who killed Magneto. Um, and now I'm he's a murder for our cause and I'm gonna be in charge of everything. And the X-Men were like, uh, we definitely didn't kill Magneto and also fuck you. And luckily Magneto didn't really die, came back, avenging Angel, as always, as Magneto always is. But what turned yep. out to suck there was that Asteroid M didn't work out. Like Magneto trying to create a society for mutants was ruined from the Again, inside by this fucking it guy. And drove
1: into a deep depression where we went to go live in the Fortress of Solitude, which yeah. we saw in the Phalanx Covenant. Yeah. And we remember... Okay, this is the other piece of this. But do you remember that episode during that four-part Rainbow Road time travel bullshit? Probably there was just not. randomly a scene. I probably blocked it out,
0: but you can ask me if I remember.
1: <laughs> well, okay. So there's a scene there at the end of one of those episodes where Apocalypse turns around and he's like, "I have plans for this man," and Fabian Cortez appears, yeah. and he's like, "What?" But and we see, didn't understand where in the timeline that was, that but was that connects why... directly into this episode. But so I
0: thought that that. Was why this episode's placement confused me because I also thought that was where that took place. And I was like, so then did he use Fabian Cortez's body in the past? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, did that yeah. all already happen and we're just watching no. this now for I some reason? I feel like this
1: is current. Well, it's with the animation change. So I am pretty sure this is like in the future but, in which Apocalypse is trying to get a body back. But
0: did they remember write write what happened to Apocalypse? That, though? Because doesn't Apocalypse like die like doesn't all the psychics at the end of that four parter like come uh, out right. and all the psychics are like no apocalypse it's like this
1: crazy fucking like video game ending where all the yeah, characters like, you Xavier's just there, summoned and
0: he's like no you don't get to do anything and like apocalypse yeah. is like oh no now I'm gone or some shit I, I don't just, know I was so just, stupid I can't even be bothered I really to just
1: saw Professor Xavier with his hand on his hip and he's like <laughs> waggy his fingers he's like no, 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 no apocalypse
2: you're not allowed to take over the world only I I'm allowed to do that So bye
0: (laughs) I'm gonna use my brain Which is big To stop you Anyway Just like
2: my ego (laughs) That's all all I
0: remember About the end Of that four parter Which was like A horrible fever dream That we just endured Where like Apocalypse Was like doing a TED talk In front of a bunch Of swirling clocks And like Yeah for four episodes It was crazy And I don't I couldn't tell you What happened in it Honestly And now
1: we're back I really thought Apocalypse Was gonna be dumb For the series After that But he's here And I just Okay I just I don't Care for Apocalypse, and it's really interesting because right now in the comic books and the world of Jonathan Hickman's Krakoa right. stuff, it's like the first version of Apocalypse that I've actually remotely yeah, you've enjoyed. Talked about it a little. Bit. I find him very interesting. He take he's taken on a very I don't know I don't know how the best way to like put a this cult robot. leader
0: kind of a deal. Yeah,
1: yeah. And they started writing him that way in the Age of X Men stuff, and they just kind of carried it into Jonathan Hickman's world, and it just works. Where he's like that he does do this like I'm the mutant messiah type of thing and Mm -hmm. it it just makes so much more sense when he's doing it that way because in this version of apocalypse now he's not just like I'm going to destroy all life ever like this version of him is very much like no mutant evolution is the way it's the key to the future Mm -hmm. you know and I'm here to guide them all as their messiah and suddenly, Apocalypse makes so much more sense as a character. Right, because so, it's
0: like, he's still self-involved. He's still, like, sort of an egotist, but his And he's still willing to, like,
1: wipe out an entire country or right. world in order to do that. But, but it's at least because it he makes has, sense. like, this
0: religious reasoning, which I think is what they've always tried to do with Apocalypse. I just don't feel like it's ever been written well. Because even in right. this episode, there's, like, he has a cult following. It's just that it doesn't make any sense as to why it would exist or, like, <laughs> what it does. Or,
1: or why it's, like, wildly racist, so I think yeah. it's time to start this episode.
0: Apparently it is. So yeah. we start off watching this This guy. He's like a brown guy, probably a native character. Like, I don't know who this character is, but he's like wearing we a never tunic see and a headband. Again. We never see Wait, him actually,
1: again. Wait, actually, hold on a second. Who is he?
0: I don't is know, he, Ryan. I don't. Like, you're asking me like I'm going to know. I truly oh, don't I know. really
1: just figured out who this kid was. He was the one that they were going to sacrifice.
0: Yes. Oh, did you not even get that? So no, because it wasn't explained one. until like way
1: later in the episode. I was really only half in on this episode. Okay. And you I know just, what? It's
0: okay because it's really bad. Like, I don't. It is,
1: as soon as they were like, it's Indiana Jones and Tomb Raider mixed together with. It's like basically if Beast was Indiana Jones and was Juhu Lara. <laughs> and then you're thinking, like, if you're like uh-oh. <laughs> Yeah, they're best friends, and we're like, we're gonna go see some temples, and like, we're gonna go South see South some America ancient somewhere. Lion
0: civilizations, except it turns out they're all still alive, and they worship apocalypse. Yeah, I know. Get
1: ready for some racist bullshit. It's, yeah, it was like you see it coming from a mile away so because it, it starts, starts off with, starts with this out kid. With this kid
0: Where you're like, yeah. who is this kid? He doesn't even get a name, by the way. Like, no, I don't. Anyway, so he's running away from this group of four characters who are wearing these red outfits, and they're sort of like they look like a do super we have team.
1: character names for these? We do I not. Know that. I
0: specifically looked it up. These characters are not named and they're not based on anything except Caliban. Caliban okay, is the only one. Okay, that's ridiculous though because one of, them,
1: one of them looks like Rachel Gray but with blonde hair.
0: Right. And one of them looks kind of like Sabretooth. He's got like yeah. big mutton chops But it's not Sabretooth. But like so I just referred to them As the hounds Because there's like yeah. Storylines in the comics Where the hounds Are a yeah they wear those outfits Yeah and so I think That's who they're supposed to be Not that they call them that In this episode I don't think Yeah they do Like there's one part Where Fabian says to Caliban Like I'll feed you to the hounds But like yeah. That suggests that there's like Other hounds That are gonna <laughs> eat somebody And I was like There's just like Some actual werewolves there happening So there's like These guys who are the hounds Capital H And then there's some other separate hounds that are also referred to I don't know this episode sucks nobody so cares. Caliban is the only named one of these four characters and the other three are just like other superpowered villains who are working for Apocalypse but not that we know that yet
1: yeah okay one has like a, their superpowers are like whip boy boomerang girl and I don't even know what the other one even did like she's like shoot strong stuff?
0: man I guess I yeah. mean the, the fourth one is like a just a huge guy with mutton chops and then Caliban is also like a strong guy so there's kind of like two strong guys I don't know sure yeah so they're chasing this native guy. He gets up to a cliff. He has nowhere to turn. Um there's a whole fight scene before that that's not even worth describing, but he he basically ends up using his powers to shoot a beam of energy at one of the guys approaching him. That guy falls down and the the native guy manages to escape and we literally never see him again. He escapes, he's fine. We've never learned that kid's name. We, we don't, don't have know why to worry about of him anymore. Out of <laughs> yeah, like, we don't it's know not what explained. his powers are. And we don't actually need to worry about it because he's fine. So
1: I thought that kid was just manifesting his powers for the first time. But actually, was that maybe? was. I no, he wasn't because that he does it and he doesn't really like flinch. He's like, OK, going to go.
0: But he takes a really long time to use his powers. For some reason Yeah I
1: don't know I mean like maybe That's the big reveal In their storytelling Who knows
0: So then we cut on over To Apocalypse Who's a hologram now He looks like the Emperor Palpatine or something Like that So he's like sitting On a huge chair And Fabian Cortez Walks up to him Also by the way This is like a stone chair And like a temple We don't know where it is I sort of assumed It was going to be at a pyramid at first Because I didn't know Where we were But it turns out They're in like South America And this is like a Mayan temple But we don't find that out till later But anyway that's the vibe here so fabian walks up to him and he's like my honored lord i have disturbing news your less worthy servants have allowed the vessel of your glorious return to escape and Apocalypse gets really pissed off And then Fabian is like the hounds have surely Recovered the mutant by now my lord The boy will be placed upon the altar And then I just wrote blah 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 And didn't write down everything he said and No I didn't either goes, I didn't write
1: down a single Thing Apocalypse said it's or fine. Fabian
0: Here's some stuff that Apocalypse says I have been drifting too long in this Void waiting for the celestial alignment That could free me And then oh, from that I basically put together That they're trying to kidnap A young strong mutant of some kind from somewhere so that apocalypse can insert his essence into that mutant and live again which is like like apocalypse's classic move and he has to wait his
1: magical cum basically is that what it is
0: Uh, i mean his his like being for real like i guess it's magic cum but it's also magic brain magic magic everything Magic everything. magic magic goop yeah, magic goop. Um, and so We need more of that
1: in our lives. He
0: apparently has to wait for the stars to align before he can do this. I can't remember if any of this was in that other previous like Lazarus Pit episode that we watched or not, but it probably was, where like, Apocalypse is see, always it, having to it, it, wait around the, for like certain times. Is,
2: yeah, the problem is that you and I just sit there and we're
1: like, we don't okay, care. Apocalypse <laughs> is talking again, and we just like shut off our brains because he talks for too long. It's like, okay, it's nobody cares. Like,
0: you know that the X-Men are going to stop him So it's like boring. I don't know. He's so powerful that it becomes boring. We've said it a thousand times and it's still true now. So Fabian walks back out of the temple and he addresses this huge crowd of people who much later we learn worship apocalypse. We don't know who the fuck any of them are at this point. So I just was looking at the scene. I was like, I don't know who the fuck these people are or like why they're here. And they don't really tell you. And so he's like giving a presentation to the crowd and he's like, the time is almost upon us when the earth will tremble at the foot steps of apocalypse and for some reason that's good news to this huge crowd of people and then we go over to jubilee and beast so jubilee and beast are in south america together and they're like exploring, going on an archaeological dig together, and Jubilee got Beast a World's Greatest Teacher mug, and it's really cute. She gives it to him.
1: He smiles. Beast is also dressed like a ridiculous Ninja Turtle.
0: Yeah, he looks like Indiana Jones in terms of what he's wearing, but he's also still Beast. So it's like, yeah, but he's also like
1: wearing like the trench coat the Ninja Turtles wear, but then the Indiana Jones hat. Yeah, the hat, and
0: also like the glasses that indiana jones wears dirt oh, when yeah. he's like a professor for like a second beast is wearing I mean, those. honestly
1: I, his whole getup i was like beast is kind of cute here i yeah, do beast
0: he looks adorable <laughs> oh so beast is says that he's kind of homesick and wants to go home and jubilee's like oh yeah traffic smog mutant haters can't wait to get back to that which i thought was kind of fun for her to say i think it's
1: funny too but then because then After that, Jubilee immediately is like, why the fuck are we here? Like, instantly.
0: (laughs) I know, because, like, she turns on a dime. Like, at first she was like, I'm really enjoying South America. And then the next thing she's like... Fuck this <laughs> I know we are well, th-
1: I think she would be Enjoying South America Because she gets to Drive here
0: Yeah that's true And Beast actually Respects her Which is cool So
1: Yeah she's also Not driving horribly I think they must have Be this When the animation Changed I think it Must have like Leapt forward a couple Years or something Yeah, yeah. like maybe
0: She's like over 18 now And like I don't know So she's She actually gets to Do some stuff in this Episode I'll give it That much credit Right
1: because they Also left her with All those kids in the Last episode
0: Right so maybe this Is the Jubilee season i'm not opposed to it if it is so um then we go back to Fabian and cortez who's like lounging around in this like huge lavish bedroom which i don't know I where know. that is but i guess it's in the temple it's, somewhere it's part
1: of the temple and he's like lying there sexually too yeah. which is really funny it is and that's when um caliban. caliban walks in yeah and he's like we messed up
2: we did we lost the kid and yeah. cortez
1: like flips the fuck out and immediately goes in his like weird sexual power sucking mode and he's like forcing Caliban to blow him. He's sucking out
0: Caliban's powers and he's like, I should have left you where I found you. Pathetic, despised, and weak. Find the boy or another young mutant powerful enough to serve as host to our Lord Apocalypse or I'll feed you to the hounds. Which, again, what? I guess? I I don't know. Whatever. I don't even know. (laughs) Nobody
1: knows. And also, his (laughs) voice is still ridiculous. It's, It's not as cool as you made it sound because he's more... We're yeah, like,
0: he's like, I'll, he's feed like you. I'll feed you to the hounds.
1: And we're like, oh, oh my, my God. God. Relax, yeah. Cortez.
0: Yeah. So Jubilee is driving along. And she's like, Uh, Hank, do you see any bridges on that map? And he's like, No, I'm afraid we are in Terra Incognita, which is like a really stupid way to say that they're lost. But
2: I don't know. I know, and it's like, Thanks, Beast. Thanks. Uh, But Jubilee's like, Uh oh And they're like right in front of a
0: cliff. (laughs) It's just like slam on the brakes.
2: And there's no road and
1: they're like, Uh we can't go any further. That's what Jubilee's like, Uh oh, guess we could go home and go shopping at that
2: store And Beast
1: is like, Actually a local tribe looks like they've built a bridge over there and Jubilee's like thank you local tribe and it's like <laughs> two seconds ago you said you wanted to stay here i think she really just wanted to go shopping at the store But she i mean she went and bought like a shitload of souvenirs yeah where were they i don't know <laughs> well they did they go over to the bridge and ugh, so i did not write everything beast down or sorry i didn't write down everything beast said and i don't think we need to go over it but basically he says in like a thousand words that he thinks that the bridge Looks old but it's been it looks New so he's like it looks like a new bridge Connected to old pieces Yep,
0: that's right That's basically that's what he says what and he then says. they get Across the bridge and there's this sort Of stone obelisk thing which is apparently called A stille, which I had to look that Up and it's a real word that refers to like A rock well, is, with writing did he on it didn't even say that word I yeah, Don't even remember that well I I've been Watching it on Disney plus so that I can have the Subtitles which honestly really helps so you Should probably do that <laughs> oh, too. I never
1: even think about that Katie does that shit all the time I just get really annoyed That I'm not really watching the show I'm just Reading all the time
0: yeah I can understand That but I feel like it's helpful for taking Notes because sometimes I like genuinely Can't tell what a character is even fucking Saying and this was one of those times That's true okay so like this scene this scene is sort of interesting because I do feel like this episode is largely Pretty fucking racist and we'll get to that In a second but there's like Like literally some like Good-hearted 90s progressivism Happening in this scene where like Jubilee keeps being like aren't the Mayans like pretty backward and like didn't they do human sacrifices and then Beast counters it with like cool facts about the Mayans where he's like well yeah but also they like invented elaborate systems of writing and mathematics and the first accurate calendar and scholars believe they may have developed the concept of zero which I googled that and that's like true like that I was like that's really cool and like Jubilee is like being sort of sarcastic about it being like okay whatever like being a teenager and the main thing that's weird about this is that the Mayans don't live or didn't live In this area And so Beast is like They're 3,000 miles away From like where Mayan ruins should be And like There shouldn't be Any Mayan ruins In this particular spot And then Beast is like Wait a minute It seems I made A slight mistake In my translation This temple is not Consecrated to the end Of the world It's concentrated To Apocalypse to Apocalypse
1: And then it's like Dun 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 Really zooms and in Close And then a huge explosion
0: Happens and it's like Whip man is behind them Suddenly and is like Surrender the female child <laughs> Yeah
1: well there's a moment there that we did talk about this In which Caliban's Eating food with These other hounds And then suddenly
0: Oh he, They might they Did I may skip not that be, by accident That's my bad Yeah right. it's,
1: it's like two seconds But also yeah. like They may not be hounds Maybe they're like The new horsemen Of the apocalypse I don't know Because there's only Four either. of them Like
0: this episode's Called the fifth horseman And I was like Who's that supposed to be Fabian? Like I truly don't Fucking know what The fifth horseman Oh that's is a good point to. I don't
1: know why They even say that Well anyways So there's this scene Where Caliban's eating food and he gets these flashes of... Okay, so we see flashes of Jubilee, but that's not what he's seeing. He's right. just sensing her powers. He just senses powers. a mutant
0: yeah, nearby, yeah. which is it's odd that he doesn't know it's Jubilee until he sees her, but whatever. Well, but
1: I don't think he can actually see an image of her. I think he can only sense her power, and so they're like, she's really strong, she, she could be a new vessel for Apocalypse, so right. we have to go get her. Right, and you're
0: right, that that's is And that's when they all
1: show up. Yeah, and it's really important for us to know that because that's a way that they displayed it for the viewer to understand, but that's not really how his powers work. He doesn't get, like, these telepathic images necessarily, so... Yeah,
0: but I kind of got it. I was like, that's about as good of an explanation of Caliban's powers as anything else, really. Like, Jubilee gets close enough to him that he can sense yeah. that a powerful mutant is there that could work and is, like, a young mutant, so...
2: Right, and it's also too
1: important to note that... He senses Jubilee as a powerful mutant, which you know this whole time everyone's like oh she shoots just fireworks but that's not what she does it's like she's combusting atoms and she can like literally cause a nuclear explosion if she chooses to do so so that's why he's like there's a powerful person here yeah and which she's is kind of
0: nice like that for once in this show jubilee is presented as like a powerful mutant that even apocalypse would want to inhabit so yeah you know, and i think it's great. that's
1: cool so oh anyways this fight goes on for like way too long there's like some moments in there that are kind of funny where they're like we're here for the kid and jubilee's like who you calling a kid and beast is like really not <laughs> (laughs) now and and then like at some point point, Beast
0: goes the better part of Valor is discretion and Jubilee goes that means run right and Beast goes (laughs) in so many words which I thought was really funny I thought it
1: was really funny too so she (laughs) runs across this bridge while Beast is fighting, fighting off all these guys or trying
0: to beast is definitely outnumbered by these guys and not doing well but then caliban no. sees jubilee on the bridge and realizes that that's the mutant he was picking up and she recognizes caliban because she like did they, they meet in the, the morlock episode i don't no, remember seeing
1: him in any of those he episodes he was not in any
0: of those episodes but i liked it anyway because i thought it was believable that they would have met so i was just okay, willing so, to go along with it you know what i mean well, okay
1: so again this is one of the situations where they were projecting kitty pride's character onto jubilee because right. kitty pride and caliban have this Whole history together. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. So that's
0: that, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess it, that's the closest to any kind of explanation we're going to get. So, Caliban sees her, and then Boomerang Lady rips apart the bridge with her Boomerang. And then she's, Jubilee's like hanging on this bridge that has now collapsed. Because and Caliban's like. You know like,
0: that a rope bridge is going to break and that a character is going to be hanging off of if, one of if the If there's slats any on rope it,
1: bridges and any piece gonna of break. media, it's going to break and somebody's going to hang on one side of it. And yep. we've never seen that happen before, ever. I so know. Anyways, so, anyway, <laughs> so Caliban grabs Jubilee. He's like, I won't let anything happen to you. And they get up there and like all the hounds are there. Jubilee's just standing there and like looking at Beast, who's been, I don't know, he's been captured at this point. Yeah. And he's like, I'm sorry you came here Jubilee and they just take her and she's like wait what the fuck just happened
0: yeah and so then in the next scene Beast and Jubilee are just suddenly in chains and it's like okay I guess this didn't work
1: nobody even fought back on them and so they go to this temple where okay this is where it gets racist because Maddie and I were both like okay now they're the goodest Mayan temple and all these like Mayans are standing there and it's again one of those situations where they're like in South America there's no technology and everyone it's still like the is frozen living in, in temples time
0: from like thousands and thousands of years ago and they're still worshipping apocalypse still living in this temple like it's like nothing has changed for them which like
1: they're also wearing like why? apocalypse face paint which looks really fucking weird by the way it
0: does and then Jubilee also says what spooky jungle movie did we step into which I like hated I was just like this is I didn't like that line I, like, know, I did not what?
1: like that line especially be delivered by jubilee who is kind of like the least racist character of the x-men you yeah, know
0: i mean like this is like this asian character who's like the lead of the show which is pretty cool for the time period and like they're putting her in south america racist, and yeah. having her be like oh this seems scary look at these natives and it's like what are you why is this like this so so then Beast so says, weird. i would venture to guess they've been worshiping apocalypse for centuries this looks like a duplicate lazarus temple similar to the one cable destroyed in egypt which like That's better
1: explanation than I wrote, which these bitches are worshiping apocalypse. So no reason. No
0: reason. Who fucking knows why? So Fabian Cortez gets carried out by four native people on one of those like platform thingies. It's so funny. And the beast is like what? <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Why the fuck are you doing here?" And Fabian is like, "How flattering that you remember me." And Beast is like, "Bitch, why are you here?" And Fabian, I know,
2: I love, I love how he says that too. It's like the gayest way to present himself. It. He's like, yeah. "He's like, oh, i
0: flattered you are here to see me." And it's like, <laughs> it's okay. like we're in chains because of you, you asshole. So Fabian is like, "How is it that I'm here when you thought I perished on asteroid M?" It's very simple. I was saved for a higher purpose. I'm. The chosen one, charged by the Almighty Apocalypse himself, to help him return charged. to Earth.
1: Like, so does that mean Apocalypse is ready to fuck him in the ass when he turns into a human again, or whatever? Or, or not he gets a body again
0: holographically somehow? Who even? It's like weird knows?
1: masturbation sessions with like Apocalypse's hologram. <laughs>
0: Don't.
1: And he says like he's just like giant face staring down at Fabian while he drinks off. He's That's like disgusting. yes. <laughs>
0: don't like any of that <laughs> That's
1: this really is a great point I know what you're talking about
0: Oh um, so Fabian does a whole monologue where he's yeah. like blah blah Apocalypse, Apocalypse is not is a physical in a body I know. it's trapped and then he's he created the hounds as his personal soldiers then he led me to this place it's a fail safe built eons ago a final insurance should all other plans fail
1: yeah so basically if Apocalypse dies he has somebody that can get him a body again basically
0: and so then Beast is like Cortez your quarrel's with me please release my young charge and fabian is like the child will not be harmed and jubilee's just like what's with this child thing like in the background and everybody ignores I know, her i know
2: i think it's kind of funny it is and then okay i don't wait hold on
1: i know it's great all it says cortez starts fucking beast in the ass until he becomes a massive beast
0: yep that's right fabian, that's what happens that's his powers know why work fabian does this like it doesn't Benefit him to do this no he
1: like Okay so he like overcharges beast and He becomes a, a wild animal beast Becomes a beast get it uh, Then all the minds <laughs> scream and run away as if That was the most terrifying thing they've seen so
0: Far yeah I don't know yeah and so Like beast just gallops Off into the wilderness because he's Like been overpowered into this beast He's all man. feral now yeah, yeah so he like Doesn't he can't communicate he's very anymore Wolverine He just here. screams yeah it's a It's a real logan moment um and So then he gallops off and and Fabian is like forget about him We must make ready for the coming of apocalypse Prepare her coming. for the ceremony
1: <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and Jubilee's like wait shit now I actually am Gonna get sacrificed what yeah. the fuck But Ugh. you know what that's not even her reaction Her reaction is her saying Hank I hope you're okay Like she she's more worried About Beast than she is about herself Which I find a very Jubilee Trait where you know she's yeah, in danger she's but worried she, about him Yes. Yeah, she's very compassionate that's the thing I love about Jubilee is that she's all badass but she's also very compassionate so
0: yeah she does all right in this up. so then Cortez oh
1: my god I I, I said all I said is there's a bunch of unnecessary exposition between Apocalypse and Cortez for this entire next scene
0: I know and it's just Cortez being like we got the vessel everything's good we've got
2: another person to put you into (laughs) Apocalypse (laughs) oh
1: take off your pants Cortez
0: (laughs) okay (laughs) alright anyway and then Fabian around and sees Caliban standing there and he's like you dare sully my communion with Lord Apocalypse which literally which is, just okay. sounds like he's mad that Caliban walked in to see them fucking like there's yeah no, that's
1: really what it sounds I, I even, love it I don't even understand I don't know. it. all but I, Caliban's like uh can we find somebody else that's not Jubilee to be the vessel for Apocalypse and, and Fabian is, is like no,
2: no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he does story. he's like what is wrong with you no sympathy especially for an x-men okay
1: I, that's not a but his voice is not that bad. It's just turning more and more to the crane from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles I original know, show. because
0: it's fun. It's just fun. Oh, it is fun. So then Beast is running around in the wilderness by himself screaming at things and, like, <laughs> looking at his reflection and then, like, destroying the truck. Like, he finds the truck that they got there in and he, like, tears Sees his it reflection apart. in
1: it. This whole scene is very reminiscent of the Bigfoot scene in a Goofy movie where <laughs> it's just Bigfoot ripping a bunch of shit apart and then playing with it and, like, having a good time. Like that's what Beast is going through Except for this it's like Beast Going through pictures of the X-Men And finding a picture of him and Jubilee together And him Mm -hmm. being like
2: no I still have humanity me
1: somewhere so he leaps over the fucking ravine that they couldn't get over before Yeah, which maybe he could have done that before or maybe I he couldn't think have so. I don't know. I think he
0: can only do it now because he's like super powered extra beast that was how I interpreted uh, it I anyway know. And then,
1: like, by the way we're like at the, ep- the end of the episode all of a sudden it's like so fast where suddenly it goes back to the temple and Fabian's like the moons are aligning in the sky and <laughs> now apocalypse is gonna come and fuck me for real you can tell <laughs> these are the stars cause they're purple and and I was like... <laughs> Oh my god!
0: And so Jubilee's In this like you know oh yeah some other racist teeny, tiny outfit, native outfit, and like a headdress, and they've like you know strapped her to this stone pallet. Yeah, and, and then yeah, the Nita's in the
1: background being like making these like a really a weird, like very racist sounds and dances, and I was like, what the fuck is
0: happening in it's this episode? It's terrible. It's terrible. And then Fabian is like, the faithful will be rewarded when the apocalypse comes, and Caliban just stands there looking guilty about everything, and Jubilee's like. Caliban, you don't have to do this. Help me. And Fabian is like, you think she cares about a freak like you? And Caliban is like, yes, take me instead, please. And Fabian is like, you, a Morlock, as the vessel for our Lord Apocalypse? You just Cortez is just like me. laughing
1: and jerking off in the corner at yeah. this point. Which I don't is know.
0: like, I, I don't even know if it's, Politics, but it's like the closest the episode gets to being deep at all is like the fact that Caliban is like this weak character who's being manipulated by somebody more powerful well, than him. yeah, he is. I
1: think in terms of like, okay, so with the mutants, yes, there is that thing that you could be a mutant who just has like a really shitty mutation that forces you to live in the Morlock tunnels, and also doesn't give you like a, a physical advantage right. where the X Men are fighting because they have all these superpowers that allows them. So. Right. The, They've presented a situation Yeah he wants to step it up So he can live a more normal life I think I don't know what the best translation That is in this world I think it's
0: just a translation to like how an insecure person maybe is more likely is more vulnerable to like a sort of charismatic leader or like a sort of evil person, or like a right, shitty person right. of some kind is that like they will go to like the Morlocks, for example, who are very vulnerable and insecure about who they are and be like, these are the people that we're going to try to get to work with apocalypse. Yeah.
1: Maybe he can make me look hot so I can match oh, society's impression of what that hot is looks
0: depressing. like. Yeah. But
1: a real thing, unfortunately and
0: it is what fabian has given caliban like he has like given caliban a more like strong appearance and like muscles and stuff and Later that's taken away So anyway um, Caliban ends up Backhanding Fabian And like knocking him out Because he's like I'm gonna save Jubilee And then he starts Beating up the other hounds Like this is his breaking point Caliban is like Fuck this I'm gonna fucking turn On these assholes yep. And Fabian to Caliban Is like You're unworthy Of the power of apocalypse Return to your wretched existence And then he Shoots beams at Caliban And removes his power And then he looks More like the version Of Caliban That people probably remember From like the live action movies And stuff where he has like, you know, right. sort of a, he's bald a pale, and a gaunt skinny look. face yeah. and like big eyes and stuff. I,
1: I Wait, I, I you're doing a better a job of explaining this because I've been freaking along with my notes and it says, first note says, Cortez laughs and jerks off to the idea. Caliban gets pissed and punches Cortez. Caliban starts beating the shit out of the hounds. All the hounds have an orgy with Caliban. Cortez <laughs> makes Caliban suck his dick again. Then Caliban sucks his dick again anyway. And then yep. it's followed up by, what is Cortez wearing?
0: Yep. That sounds about right. Oh um, yep. <laughs> yeah, at some point Cortez takes off his shirt and is just like wearing like a little loincloth. I don't remember when that happened. Well and
1: he's also got the tribal markings all over him, which is just him getting sure. some weird racist no, I don't know I, worship I don't here. Know. Like
0: I was kinda like coming into it like maybe there's gonna be some type of commentary there about like Fabian as a white there's guy not, like coming there's in. There's no no nope. but nope, nope. It's really nope with-
1: that's not what's happening Apocalypse the like, hologram Finally appears It's like I am coming to get this body And make it snatch it up blah, blah, blah. I'm <laughs> Apocalypse I don't fucking care And then Beast runs in As Massive Beast They're like what beast.
2: the fuck is that Yeah Yeah
1: I know this Massive Beast And he starts beating The shit out of the hands. And during this time Caliban takes the moment To free Jubilee And Cortez sees this Because Cortez is like This is not going well So he just Picks up his <laughs> gun God. he's like You
2: will not leave This place alive
1: Get back And Jubilee goes Get lost and shoots him with a firecracker Which is funny because she keeps doing this to him Through the rest of the episode is at this point really fun. The temple is like completely coming down At this point which I don't even understand Like I know that Beast knocked out a couple pillars But like the whole place is like caving in
0: I guess it's just Beast like I guess he just Completely fucking destroyed or apocalypse? it I Maybe? don't
1: fucking know I don't Then know. Beast grabs Cortez to like literally kill him And Jubilee is like no you can't do that And Cortez goes to defend himself By Turning Beast back, back into, into normal, normal
0: Beast. Okay, so then, but why did Fabian turn Beast do into Super any of this Beast? Th-
1: I don't know. I he why didn't? Okay, if he had the power to, I don't know, make him less of a mutant, why didn't he do that? Like he could have been like, what if I turn Beast into just a regular human, then I don't he know can't if do he anything has the at all to
0: do that? I think he can only like lessen somebody's powers, but no, I guess that's a fair point. Like, what no, is that power yeah, right? actually doing?
1: I don't know I mean, he's always draining Magneto's cock I don't know so then okay then Bobby Cortez goes to shoot Beast but then Jubilee just shoots him again yeah. and like
0: like really carelessly it's like really funny like over her shoulder she just like shoots Cortez again with a firework she's like fucking stop it and then she I goes know, over right? and picks up Beast who's like passed out and she's like Hank are you okay and he goes not really no and she's like I <laughs> actually I, I loved figured, that.
2: like I
1: laughed really hard at that Yeah. because Beast is like not no. really and I you know Beast that's like Beast's kind way of being like I'm really running on the end of my wire right now you know know?
0: and so then like she and Caliban and Beast are all running out and then at one point Beast turns around and he's like Cortez we have to save him and Jubilee's like the whole place is coming down we gotta get the fuck out of here and at one point she's like I think the truck is this way and Beast goes um about the truck Jubilee and like it's (laughs) never it's never answered like we don't get to see what happens before the end of the episode but I I just thought it was like really funny Beast get some really good lines in this episode he does
1: get some so does jubilee honestly so yeah. then the whole place is caving in on everybody and cortez like a rock he falls onto the ceiling dies, I guess. lands on him yeah and we're like he can't escape because his leg is broken underneath this rock or whatever yeah and he's screaming and beast is like we got to go save him and jubilee's like no nope. let's leave yeah like fuck all this and so, so they, they get leave. out of
0: there caliban is looking at the building as it collapses yeah and jubilee's like come on caliban we we gotta get home and caliban's like no caliban does not deserve jubilee's help and jubilee's like cortez messed with your head it's not your fault i'm just glad you were there for us when it counted and then caliban thanks her and then they all leave together but then we get one more scene
1: right and because i thought cortez was straight up dead at this Me point too. but not quite yet because cortez is like lying there in the cave the place that is mostly i guess in. yeah, his he leg can't is broken move, or something right he- and he's sitting there still talking to apocalypse being like
2: i'm sorry i couldn't get you the vessel you needed please keep me around i want you to keep on jerking me off with your hologram please i want to get blown by you apocalypse i'll find you a vessel i'll find you one
1: and apocalypse was like
2: don't worry yeah ha, ha, <laughs> ha, ha, ha.
1: you have found me a vessel and then he like
0: just, just goes into his body just,
1: Yeah it goes into his body Completely obliterates Cortez Like he yeah, just, just strapped dice himself air. again just
0: himself And then he turns himself. into Apocos
1: And he laughs for like Five more hours He just sits there like Oh ha 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 ha
0: If he okay. could do that Why didn't, yeah, he, why just didn't he just do, just do that it?
1: Wait, Okay so But first of all Like he had this like Temple <laughs> set up He rebuilt it I guess it's I don't know Like I maybe was Apocalypse's plan all along to have Fabian Cortez, like, be his host, but then kind of got attached to him and was like, I keep on talking to him. We have these weird, like, sexy dreams together, so... <laughs> I don't know and then yeah <laughs> if you want to give me a vessel I already in the
0: who's gay section like we just suddenly know, leapfrogged over I into know it. know
1: we're, we're not we're not doing okay, that but then okay. I, I do think <laughs> I do think there might be a whole part of this sword is like make sure there are people there to worship me when I'm there and yeah. the if it's like
2: ah, okay but I, maybe it was How his plan they even along get to those these people Fabians? it's
0: so stupid and fucked up to like even suggest that the, there would just be this group of native people just hanging out being just like wait, I just wait to be we'll led by to some magical messiah like I what know. the fuck I don't know I really Hate when the show does this I really th- I hated this episode it's and I'm bad. just Gonna
1: go ahead and give it a reading and give it like A zero out of five <laughs> I don't ever want to watch It again ever you can skip it if You want you can't even drink you can't even smoke You're not gonna like watch it and even Be like like even if you don't get angry About the racist bullshit it's fucking boring
0: It's boring as hell nothing really Happens in it we just recapped it in like, like 30 minutes why, we, why would we
1: take the two Villains who are like the least interesting on the show And put them together
0: I don't know I actually thought Fabian Was a more interesting villain When he was cast against Magneto I thought that was a really Interesting storyline for him But putting him with Apocalypse Is like the most boring shit I can possibly imagine Well, Plus, maybe, maybe they, they, they take did away that. Everything that's interesting About Fabian by doing that Because what was cool about him Was that he was also charismatic And he was also like Able to steal Magneto's Political philosophizing And like use it to his own ends Whereas with Apocalypse He's just Apocalypse is butt boy and that's it and like he's just like well, well I mean clearly Fabian is into that apocalypse you know? but like I but like, okay, I why? don't think the
1: motives make any sense Because Fabian Cortez originally Wanted to overthrow Magneto so he could rule But he obviously was not going to be able to do that For Apocalypse.
0: Exactly that's why I actually don't feel like the motives make Sense here like why would Fabian be interested In this setup? Well and, I guess
1: maybe Because he was saved by Apocalypse and Apocalypse Is like I'll give you life if you like Continue yeah, to do everything I say and I guess Fabian's like true. I will get
0: naked and suck your dick
1: And it's like okay.
0: Yeah it's just weird I, I guess we're supposed To believe that Fabian's become a completely different person in the intervening time which like I guess that could happen but then why is it interesting like we it doesn't even matter that it's Fabian Cortez it could be any character at that
1: point I I kind of am with Beast when Fabian is carried out Beast is just like (laughs) what the fuck
2: yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that You know, see, that's part of why I think I'm going to give this episode a one, because even though it's actually fucking terrible, there's still like a couple of times when I laughed. So like,
1: no, I agree.
0: I, I do not think anyone should watch it. Like, we just already told you everything that's good about the app ep- in this podcast. You don't need to watch the actual episode at all. You, <laughs> no, just you really don't. don't. So, yeah, that's my rating. Uh, So I heard a crazy rumor that we've got a who's that X-Men for the first we time do. in a long time. In Let's a little do a while. it. Who's that?
2: X-Men?
1: It's Apocalypse again. No!
0: Oh my god, fuck. <laughs> yeah.
1: It is not. <laughs> I thought it was a good joke. All right, so our X-Men today is Caliban, who we have not talked about on the show because he has not appeared before, but we will see him in pretty much every other incarnation of the X-Men. He's on the other cartoons, he's on this cartoon, he appears in two of the movies. So I think it's worth it to get into caliban's history a little bit um so here we go so caliban's first appearance was an uncanny x-men number 148 his powers include sensing and tracking other mutants terror empowerment and sensing and manipulating fears now i just want to point out that in x-men 3 those were the powers that callisto randomly had in that terrible movie i thought and i think they just
0: still sensed mutants in that movie does he not no
1: he does that's a different movie you're thinking of the oh, one that has god. callisto in it is that one that you didn't even know was oh, callisto X3.
0: Oh my god yes. you're right i was thinking of x-men apocalypse cool 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 a-
1: another stupid movie yeah but anyway so caliban was born as an albino mutant with large yellow eyes he always talks in third person, kind of like Gambit does. Mm-hmm. Um, and Caliban was banished from his home by his father because his father actually called him Caliban, a character from the Tempest, because yep. he was just that's just what he related him to. So Caliban was discovered by Callisto, and she had him use his abilities to find other disenfranchised mutants and organize them into the Morlocks. So he's actually one of the founders of the Morlocks, along with Callisto and Mask. When Callisto captures Archangel to be her husband, kitty is infected with the virus by the morlock plague while they're all down there fighting for angel you know the x-men are there um and caliban takes her to his quarters to care for her and she begs him to let her go so she could go fight his lawn side her teammates but he's like just promise to stay here and be with me forever and they're you know, like you know marry me eventually and she's like yeah I promise but then it's Kitty and she leaves forever because she's like 13 Yeah. but then when Callisto wants her revenge after losing to Storm on the Morlock battle for power mm-hmm. uh, she has the Morlocks kidnap Kitty to force her to marry Caliban to get Storm to cut return to Callisto like that is the kind of shit Callisto would do yeah. by the way. There's, like, a,
0: there's way too much kidnapping people and trying to force them to marry you and the Morlocks that, it's,
1: it's Callisto's deal. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, Calvin realizes that Kitty does not truly love him, and he releases her from his her, the promise that she he forced upon her mm-hmm. and then after that they just become really good friends and that's the friendship that we are seeing being interpreted for Jubilee on this show
0: I guess I mean we don't see anything really I mean the extent of I the know. friendship that Jubilee and Caliban have in this episode is them shouting each other's names one time but we can oh, yeah, and also being I like, like come please come save me and, and Caliban
1: being like I don't know oh, but anyway so <laughs> Well, that, that point of recognition, I mean. so Yes, sure. Because uh, they, they haven't met on the show before, so now all of a sudden we just have to believe that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, during the Morlock massacre, Caliban is rescued by the X-Factor, and after Richter goes missing, Caliban offers to help them and officially joins the X-Factor team for a while. When X-Factor is then later cap- captured by Apocalypse, Caliban sees Angel become the Angel of Death, and he asks Apocalypse to do the same to him because he wants to hunt down those who killed his Morlock family. And also, you know, Caliban, again wants that power for himself because he doesn't have a power to defend himself and you know that's that's what he wants. So he becomes a servant to Apocalypse that way and Apocalypse renames Caliban to Hellhound and he becomes the horseman of death for a while. None of that is happening here, but that is what leads me to believe that those four characters were supposed to be horsemen. Yeah in the episode. Caliban then finds Sabretooth in the, t- the Morlock tunnels looking to hunt more Morlocks, and Caliban fights him, breaks Sabretooth's back, and leaves him to death. But he doesn't know that Sabretooth's power is like a healing factor, so really that doesn't really work out in Caliban's favor, but he thinks that he's killed him. After the other horsemen have been defa- defeated by the X-Men, Caliban overcomes the control of Apocalypse within him. He is befriended by Cable, who invites him to join X-Force, um, which I actually just reread this whole run and like. I, I really like Caliban and Cable's relationship and friendship with each other I but that's how I feel a lot of the time with Cable with characters because Cable Cable has done a really good job of taking characters who are really like offbeat and just making them feel loved in a weird weird so i don't know
0: yeah he's he's good at like being the straight man to somebody else's weird weirdness
1: yeah like whether it's like domino or boom boom or even deadpool, forge it's just our deadpool like those are all characters that just don't get that are fantastic characters that just work really well with him and caliban is another one of those uh so apocalypse returns and takes caliban away from the x-force and turns caliban into the horseman of pestilence He makes it so his telepathic powers can spread disease as well. So when he senses a mutant, he can spread disease to them that way. After Apocalypse merges with Cyclops later on, Caliban tracks him down and is freed from Apocalypse's service before Cable destroys Apocalypse's spirit. If only that had actually worked. (laughs) Caliban reverts reverts to his childlike state, but remains in his monstrous Apocalypse body for a while. And he is captured by an anti-mutant medical research facility, the Watchteller the Watchtower, until he is freed by X-Force again. And at that point, Caliban has reached a mostly feral state and can only talk in grunts. And then after that, the most we really have seen of Caliban is that he was one of the 198 mutants to retain their powers after M-Day. Um, and that at one point, Caliban joined a mutant strike force and during a battle with Lady Deathstrike in the reverse, Caliban sacrifices himself to save Worth Pat. Warpath, who is being shot at by a bunch of the Reavers, and he throws himself in front of them. Wow. Um, And then, during show we see Caliban briefly when he is revived by the Technarch Transmode virus, uh, so he can hunt down dead mutants for Selene. And then, later on, Caliban is actually revived for real on Krakoa, so. Cool. We will see him again, though, in all the cartoons, and he has two different appearances on the live shitty Fox live-action movies, so.
0: Yeah, one of which we've apparently already seen, and I've already... Blocked it out I don't is he in that One or is it just that no Callisto's it's just it?
1: Callisto has his powers they've been like Merged that movie is so bad I, I don't. Really, I've I don't even already me forgotten
0: these, it so It's fine no
1: I we don't even need to revisit but Those characters <laughs> were supposedly the Warlocks but they weren't and it was clearly That in some form of the earlier scripts It was supposed to be like Callisto and Caliban right. And some other fucking character and of course I remember
0: maybe. Caliban and X-Men Apocalypse and In Logan I remember those Iterations yeah. very well right. so That's fine Cool, cool, cool. All right. Cool, cool, cool. That's Caliban. So do we talk about who's gay now?
2: Yeah. The
0: X-Men are a metaphor for a lot of things. One of those things is being gay. We've already, We've already we already. have. It's a we pretty gay know. episode, but, like, not in a fun way. Just in, no, like, the dumb like, way where we like to say that it's gay. but Well, Fabian, it's gay in the sense
1: that Fabian Cortez probably is actually gay in the way that he talks and he acts and how he likes to suck other people off to get their powers and then blow them together. Yeah, to get it back. like, I don't he's know.
0: definitely a queer-coded character, but then also, like, he just seems like he's hitting on everybody. But it's, like, it's just... Well, in, in this, he's
1: just mostly, like, masturbating for Apocalypse's pleasure.
0: I guess, but then also he's into, like... Overpowering other people and like Giving them more powers or taking yeah. Their powers away like creating His like personal army of fuckboys And then like taking their powers away If he yeah. wants to and
1: yeah he's Like Caliban if you don't do what you say I'm gonna make you suck my dick and then if you Do what I if you do it correctly I'll suck Your dick basically
0: I mean I guess I feel like Fabian would see it As both a reward and a punishment For someone to suck his dick like somehow Like he'd be like your reward is sucking my Dick but also if you do it right pu- punishment is sucking my, my
2: d- yeah right <laughs> that is fabian for you he's like and i'm still getting a blow job out of this you see apocalypse i think he likes this idea that he
1: has this power and control this godlike power and that other gods want to like watch him do yes. this like that is what he's into he's like gods like to watch me masturbate i'm that's great
0: but it seems like apocalypse does like that except that then the ultimate reveal is that apocalypse is like i was actually going to take over your body this whole time and like or
1: they just merged into each other and now they're just like garnet both from each steven other, universe
0: maybe yeah i guess i don't really know how apocalypse and the vessels <laughs> well, we're never work. gonna
1: know because this show is about to end in like three episodes I so i mean
0: we're never gonna find out but as far as i'm concerned it's just apocalypse again Does this
1: even i don't really remember if this even happens in the comic i don't think so i think season five is just like wild and off the rails so yeah I, like I you don't can't know. remember
0: if apocalypse inhabits fabian cortez at any point i'll look it up and find out no nope, not based on anything i couldn't find any record of fabian cortez and apocalypse working together in any context other than x-men the animated series so who even knows uh i guess i'll find out know. i'll check i'll check my Marvel unlimited Yeah, i know right? what's in there. See, see, see if, if he's jerking see. off our
1: apocalypse in there too and apocalypse is like yes please stroke it even harder
0: and he's like and oh, apocalypse like, <laughs> Fabian's like, it's a hologram, my lord. I can't actually feel anything. And Apocalypse is like, keep going anyway.
2: (laughs) Apocalypse,
1: he's like, I will know what it feels like when I'm inside your body. He's like, imagine if he kept on saying that to him. He's like, I can't wait to be inside your body. And like, Fabian just mistook it as like, get it. And he's like, he's like, like, I'm
2: going to get fucked. I can't wait.
1: And then it's like, no, I'm literally just going to take your body from you. Sorry.
0: I really like that. Oh, I do too. This is such a stupid podcast, but people like it. I love it. it.
1: <laughs> you know what? And I enjoy it too. And if you like this episode, please write into us at the mutantages at gmail.com because we will read your reader mails on our reader mail episodes yes, when we, we have
0: will. them. Yes, we will. We just had a listener mail episode, so you know we'll do it. And you know, there are a heck of a lot of other ways that people can follow us and contact us because we've got Where's every that? social media. We've got Tumblr. We've got Pinterest. We've got Instagram. We've got Facebook. We've got Twitter. And we're The Mutant nages on all of those things and we're individually on a lot of those platforms as well. I'm at Midi Myers on Twitter and Insta.
1: I am at Ryan Pagella on Twitter and I'm on ryan.pagella on Instagram and you can follow my vlog at ryan pagella on YouTube in which well back when we could go out Maddie and I <gasps> had a lot of adventures together There's I'm a lot still of
0: historical out. videos on there that people can enjoy I'm still
1: uploading a bunch of new videos in which I am going out and trying to find adventures but they've Hiking been kind of solo adventures going to landmarks and stuff like that but once when we get back out there we'll figure out how to do things and, and
0: Ryan will be documenting it every step of the way and it'll be exciting to see yeah
1: I'm st- I am doing that and also you can go and watch our Disney World stuff so please yeah do that's that. always
0: really fun to do Um, but you know what else we have on a on YouTube is a Mutant Ages YouTube channel, which is like definitely still worth following in times of COVID-19 because we are continuing to upload let's plays of X-Men games adaptations of pieces of the animated series set to the audio from this show and like there's old stuff on there where we would pretend to be the X-Men and oh, like, yeah goof around there's a bunch of great shit on that YouTube channel and we're playing
1: every X-Men video game ever, ever on there ever. currently we're going through the first Game Gear game is terrible <laughs>
0: but you should enjoy us trying to enjoy it we well, so get to enjoy
1: our commentary on it so yeah, there is that there is and if you want to write in you can do that you can also write in to us physically at our p.o box which is p.o box 3344 in natick massachusetts 01760 or you can call us if you want to leave us a voicemail for us to do it during our reader apps which is 1508-319-1668 and you can join our Discord if you want. And you can find all those links at the mutantages.com right over on the right.
0: Yeah. You know what else we have, though? We have a Patreon. So we do. There this are is so many worthy causes to donate to these days, but why not talk about the Patreon anyway? So we do have this Patreon and it's at patreon.com slash the mutant ages and we are so so grateful for everybody who is able to contribute to it we super appreciate it helps us keep the show right. going helps us keep the lights on etc but mostly just like such an honor that people want to support the show in that way and we also give people bonus content there's bonus episodes uh, where we talk about X-Men movies and stuff like that Deadpool 2 there's an episode about that Captain Marvel all kinds of shit um, and we have a special reward for people who back at the highest tier which is that they get a shout out on the show hit it ryan
1: our top tier supporters include Sordom b samuel b and Ian C. thank you Yay! so much for supporting our show and also thank you to everybody who supports the show especially now during these trying times yeah. and as maddie said there's plenty of charities that need their donating right now so please don't feel obligated to do that it certainly helps us keep the show going it certainly helps our wallets because you know i am not even working right now so that is a fun COVID nineteen world, but everything's in distress. So you know you figure out what you got to do and we appreciate the support and if you can't afford to help us out on patreon something you could do is give us a, re- a review because we're a completely yes. fan-supported podcast so and everything we're weekly helps now.
0: us so now you can we recommend are. a weekly podcast to people if you want to and review it as a weekly show which is great yeah,
1: review it on whatever you listen to the podcast you can give a star rating you can leave a actual written review you can go on facebook and re- leave Write us a, a review. review there
0: yeah. yeah you can do whatever you want or just do word of mouth stuff style like post about it on your personal social media and be like, like hey i like blowjob
1: style like Fabian cortez anyway i don't know why i said that so, <laughs> yeah, like so if what if is the next to
0: be giving a blowjob to somebody just like in between just make sure sucks, it's apocalypse be or like, i yeah. love the Mew mages and just like uh, see what all happens
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, disgusting so, we. that is gross but i don't know maybe I'm, i you know Who what? i are we enjoy
0: judge. it's not disgusting I'm not judging sex that is at healthy. all because
1: sex is healthy and i like dick so i mean there is that there so, is
0: anyway if you're performing cunnilingus you could recommend the show too just gonna put that out there you know what i oh, mean good, like good. Whatever, yeah, whatever, whatever, you're <laughs> whatever you're into
1: whatever you're too if you like i don't know <laughs> if oh you like bats God. all right anyway <laughs> uh, happening. Okay. so what is the next episode we were watching
0: why don't i look it up How about that?
1: Oh, okay. I don't even know. It's probably the Mr. Sinister one.
0: It's called Old Soldiers, and I think it's another Wolverine flashback episode because we haven't had enough of those. no.
1: Do you know what that is? It's like it's crazy it's an old soldiers one where it's like Captain America is revealed to be old friends with Wolverine and they're (laughs) definitely fucking and in the background I think Mr. Sinister is also like it's his origin story
0: great actually that sounds perfect that sounds like exactly the episode we should watch next it's gonna be I mean
1: honestly it's gonna sound a lot better than whatever the fuck this was that
0: we just watched yeah yeah
1: it it does good I'm all set on Racist bullshit in South America We'll I'm,
0: see I, we'll, we'll see I am, if there's any uh, more wait, Racist no, bullshit oh
1: no I'm Ron I'm Ryan I'm just looking I looked it up old soldiers is just Wolverine Captain America fucking, and then the one After that is Mr. Origins I mean Mr. Sinister's origin Mr. Origin <laughs>
0: Mr. X-Men Origins Wolverine Sinister uh,
1: time to go <laughs>
0: okay, we'll see you <laughs> see you next time, time.
1: <laughs> Call me Logan if you're done fucking Captain America
2: the new time.